Today's share in the Dirshu Mishnaburi Yomi program is Daf Kuf Yud Aleph Omud Aleph. We are in the second volume of Mishnaburi, and we have just begun yesterday Simon Reish Dalit, which deals with many of the bracha, halachos of the bracha of Shakol Niebid Varel. And we're at the very top words on this Omud. We're in the middle of Sif Aleph. Yesterday we began a long list of items for which you make a Shahakon Yebidvaru on them is the Bracha Rishona. And we continue today. The Aluve Gefanim on the branches of a Gefen, of a vine. So these branches over here, they do have some taste to them. And you make a Shahakon Yebidvaru on them and not a Bori Priya Eitz. The Mishnah Bur explains the Sif Katan Yud. This is exactly the same thing as we discussed in yesterday's year for sprouts, which are soft and edible in the first year, and they become sudden subsequently in years afterwards hard. So these lulavi gefanim as well, they are edible, but that's not the purpose that these vines are planted, and therefore you only make a shahakal on them. Likewise, Val Shkedim, the Machaber continues, on almonds, misukim, that are sweet, sha'ochlin osam, kishem rakim bikil. And they're eaten when the almond is immature and it's very soft and you eat the hard shell around it. So this is also not the normal way that these things are eaten and you make a shahakal on it. The Mishnaburi in Sivkot Yudalaf explains that this is talking about the sweet almonds as opposed to the shkei marim, the bitter almonds, which we learned and discussed previously. Hey, go look over there for the halachas there when you make a bari priya eights on such almonds. Sivkot Yud Beis, the Mishnah Bura says, Kishim Rakim Beklipeim, when they're soft, and you eat them with their klipa, with their shell. Now, the Mishnah Bura says, V'afta kaim alon le'el b'sivim reish beis, siv beis, even though we already learned previously, in reish beis, siv beis, bisharei kol ha'ilanos, in regards to all other trees, demishayotziu shum pri, as soon as they give forth any pri, hoshiv take a pri, it's immediately considered already a fruit. Over here it's different. Shiny hasem, over there, you get benefit from that fruit itself. That's why it was planted. Here, these almonds that are sweet, in their immature stage, you're not really eating the fruit. The fruit itself is not what you're eating. You're eating the softer shell which in the immature almond is soft and edible. And people do not plant it for this purpose, therefore that's not really the, the reason why this fruit, these shkedim almonds are in fact planted. But you're really planting it for the almond itself when it, when it matures and when it's fully ripened. So here again, it's the same exact thing as the sprouts that we learned in yesterday's share, the lulave gefanim that we learned in today's share, and in this situation, you make a bracha of shakon yebed varo, and not a bori priya eitz. The Mechaber continues and he writes, v'al chazis, what is chazis? The Mechaber tells us, v'ushachas, what are chazis and shachas? This is fodder. Mishnah Burin Sivkot Yudgimel explains, tevua shalohi v'yo shlish, this is unripened grain, unripened wheat that hasn't reached a third of its maturity, and it is edible. However, since it's not the fully finished grain, it goes down one level, and on wheat or on grain, when you're just chewing it, you make it normally a bar priyadama. So here you go down the priyadama to a lashahako. And this is true for any vegetable that is not in its best state albeit it's still edible, you make a shahakal. And he brings us down the name of Mogin Abraham and the Shagas Aryeh. The issue foot number 10 brings down, what about subin, which is bran, or mursan? So, 
This is a very popular ingredient nowadays. So Rav Moshe Feinstein's that salad, the Igris Moshe brings down Shav Even though it's from the five grains, nevertheless, we call the Klipos, since it is made from the shell over here, the chaff. So Brichosim Shakro, the brocha that you make on them is a Shakro Nivro. Rav Yashiv Zatzal brings down nowadays Bismanenu Shinisrabu Ochlim Subin. Maybe when Rav Moshe Zatzal passed away thirty years ago, bran wasn't such a popular food item. However, Rav Yashiv only passed away a number of years ago. Already, bran was very popular. So Rav Yashiv says Yeshlu Stapik Shemad Bichosim Bar Piyadam. And nowadays, maybe you should make a Bar Piyadam on it like any other grain that you eat. Kinepach Dimon Liyoschachit because it's no different than wheat. He brings down from Dain Wise Zatzal the Minchas Yitzchak his Stapik Haim Yeshlu Barachalim Bar Minim Mizonos. He even had a Safek. Should you make a barmian and mazonas on them? O shema kishem shalagabe kemach, since flour, the psakin shulchanar kishem barachalo shahako, mishum shiesh lo ilui achar kishiasu menupas, since flour turns into, into, into bread or into uh, other grain products which you make a mazonas or hamotzion, so too. So the bran can also be made into bread, so therefore maybe you should only make a shahakal on it. He adds, "Vahosiv shibaofan sheirev subin im yogurt uchadome." If you add the brand into yogurt or other products like that, he says definitely yeshlis stopik. Oh, further suffik. Hayim yeshlis varach barmin mizonos. Should you make a mizonos on this? Kavanoso bishvil achilas asubin. Since you're really putting it inside the yogurt to have the brand, and it's only because it's inedible. Otherwise, you have it with the yogurt to make it edible. Even though it's the minority ingredient in the yogurt, hold the min dogon and a metalum. The rule is in a mizonos product is never bought till even if it's not the majority ingredient if it's there to be eaten. Or maybe not, he says. The purpose of you having for bran is to keep your bowels regular, and it's not really being eaten for the food item itself, but to regulate the bowels. It's for refuah purposes, medicinal purposes. So then it has the status really of being a, an agent that binds, and therefore it's not really for taste, and maybe the bracha should be a shahako. He concludes, Yesh Levarachleim Shahakal. His psak is you should make a shahakal. However, Mikomakom, Royal Ochlon, Betochasuda, it's preferable to eat it in a meal we've washed and therefore you don't have to make a separate brach on it, or to eat it after you've made a mazonis on something else and a shahakal on something else to get around this sophic. We go back to the Mechaber now, and he continues in his list of things that you make a shakala on. He says, V'yal kora. Kora is like a squash. Chaya, that's raw. So on raw squash, you also make a shahakal. The Mishnah Bura says in Sivkot Yadalid, Shu tov mevusha yosemichai, because it's normally squash is, is cooked, and it's not eaten in the raw state. And therefore, Ba'akeg kishoch l'chai, if somebody does eat it in the raw state, while it's edible, Nishtanis b'chosu l'shakal. It goes down to a shahakal bracha, as will Amir Tzashem learn, we get to that simon in a, f- in a few days. Then the Mechaber continues, he writes, Likewise, you make a shako, v'yal kimcho desari, on barley flour, you also make a shahako. Mr. Burin Sivkat and Tezvav explains, afilu anase mishibolim shemiyavshin, even if you're making it on kernels that, stalks that have been dried out, the tovim lachil ktsas, that are somewhat tasty. Nevertheless, the bracha is a shahako. And he says this is true not only for barley flour, the lavdavka desari, this is true for flour of any of the five grains. As we'll learn, we reach in the that place. Dishu foot number 11 brings down. The reason is, Why don't you make a bar on flour? Because this 
is the bracha that you do make when you chew grains. So he brings down over there in Siv Kotten Chaf, Shekivan Shehishtana Hachita. The grain over here, the wheat, is changed when it's ground up into flour. So therefore, Yatsa Miklal Pri, it no longer has the status of being Pri, Uliderech Achilosa and it hasn't yet reached its final destination as a food item, so therefore you only make a Shahakal on it. So now the Mishnah Bereas, if this is true for all grain products and not only barley flour, so why did the Mechaber tell us specifically barley flour and not grain flour? The Mishnah says that which the Mechaber wrote specifically barley flour, the Salka died to because you might have thought, You had to specifically mention over here barley flour, and certainly all of the other flours you make a shahako, but you might have thought that the barley flour, since it causes worms in the intestines somehow, it's going to be something that's deleterious, and therefore you shouldn't make any bracha at all. Kamash Balan, so the Kiddush is over here. No, even the Isle Hanoa Minei, since you are getting Hanoa from it by Bruche, then you do in fact have to make a bracha on it. This is based upon the Gemara. The issue for number 12 says, but if it's hurting you, how come you make a bracha? So he explains in an Arichus over there, Bekitzer, I'll just say that he holds that since it's initially beneficial to you and the damage only comes at a later point in time, so therefore it's okay to make a Shahako on it. The Mechaber continues and he writes, Likewise, you make a shahakol v'yal sheichar tomorrow on date beer, v'sheichar sorim, and on barley beer, you make a shahakol in the Ebed Varel. Mishnah Burin Sivkat and Tezayin explains, Ho'el v'hutzalul v'omid l'shasiyah. These are drinks that are clear, and they're for drinking purposes, so e'no nechsov b'chlal tafshil sh'lchameshus minei dogon sh'yavarach b'rimin ezonos. They don't have the status of being a cooked dish, which normally from grain products you would make a barimim in azonos on. But since these have the status of being a drink, you don't make a barimim in azonos. She'en mevarachem barimim in azonos, el ha because you only make a barimim in azonos on a food item, not on a beverage. As we will learn there when we learn the halachos of barimim in azonos. Umashim betosus dathlamitches, the Gemara in Brachos has a whole discussion about this, and Tosus comments over there on dathlamitches. Dibur hamaskel hai, in the words that begin hai, even if you're drinking the beer and you've actually had a kezayis of the grain within the sheer of time that it takes to eat a achilas pras within a few minutes, two to nine minutes, even there, you don't make a barimina mezonos since it's a beverage, but you make a shahako. The next item that the Mechaber brings down is the Almei Sa'orim Shemivashlum L'chole. And on the waters of barley, that you soak the barley in and you cook it, and you use this to give to a chole, you also make a shahako. Mr. Bursivkot Yudzayin explains, Gam kemi tamanau, shalonasa Because it's not a food item, it's a beverage, as we just explained in Sif Kotten Tesayin. The next item is the al isve de dabra, and on various grasses that grow in the wild, she'enon isram, that weren't planted specifically by a person, you also make a shahako. Mr. Burr explains the sifkot yudches, even if they're very tasty. Kamo esef shekorin shotseva, like a certain grass that was tasty, known as shotseva, which in the targum in number eight, it brings down something called chamtzitz, which I think is translated as wood sorrel. Shem olim chamutzim, these are branches that are somewhat sour. And even after they are cooked, and this is a dish that normally important people eat, nevertheless, you still make only a shahakal, because it's not considered fruit. 
However, avolol salatin, but on salads, uchayotzeb is there, or things like that. Shenizru that was specifically planted for the purposes of eating that salad, mavarchan bari priyad dama. Then you do, in fact, make a bari priyad dama on them. So there are certain types of, quote, grasses over here, like things that you put in a salad, so then you would make a bari priyad dama on it. Sivkon, you test that weren't planted, she'enon nizroin, v'davko bi'asovim de'enon chashuvim mitzad atzmon. This is referring over here to grasses that aren't important on their own and that weren't planted. They just grew in the wild. That they grew without an individual planting them. However, but fruits that are delicious and edible, and even if they grow by themselves without being planted, for example, kamon pasmekas, which are strawberries, or other berries like that, certainly, you do in fact make a bari priyadama on such fruits. Mechaber continues and he writes, V'yal Sheves, on this thing called Sheves, Shekorin Onito. What is that? So the Ramah tells us, Rotzolomer, Anis. This is a, a type of plant called the Anis. And on this you make a Shehakol. The Mechaber continues, V'yal Kamon V'Kazbur. This is caraway, is Kamon. And Kazbur is coriander. And the Ramah says, Dilataima Vida, they were made here to add taste to something, like a spice. But not to be eaten on their own. You also make a shakon the Ebivaro. Mishabur and Sivkat and Chav explains the Kamon. This caraway is something called Kimel, which is, as I mentioned, caraway. The Chazbur is something called Oleandri, Belaz, which is usually translated as coriander. These are Sivkat and Chafalif made for the purposes of being like a spice, but not for eating. Umayre, and the Mishnabur tells us this is true, Bain Birituvin, Bain Bivation. This is whether they're moist or whether they're dried out. And likewise, Vachainim Rikon Bidvash. And even if you crush them and then you added honey to them, Nami Shakol, the bracha that you make over here is still a Shakol, which brings us down the name of the El Yarabah and the Prima Godim. Mishnabur Sivkat and Chafbez, you don't eat these, they were made for spices. Ochain, however, Im Sholak Eswanis, if you stewed or cooked over here the anis, then then on this stew over here, on the juices that come out from this anis plant, you do make a bar priyadoma. Because that purpose over here is that's why this is made over here for the purposes of adding taste to some dish, and therefore you make a bar priyadoma on it. The issue for number 16 brings down from Rapinko Scheinberg's Atzal. He says, I don't understand. It should be either Rabbi, the opposite. Since this is made purely for being like a spice, so then it should be Bartel, it should be subordinate to whatever you're putting it into. And he adds, from the tea of David, furthermore, how is this different than tea? When you put in tea leaves over here, you make a shahakol on this water, not a bari priyadama. So he brings down from the Tilal David, you're putting the anis into some sort of a cooked dish in order to give it flavor. And therefore, So here, the anis liquid over here is being put into a solid, and therefore it takes on the characteristics of a solid, and it is not a drink, and therefore you make a bori priyadoma, like a vegetable soup, as opposed to the tea, it's put into water, and it's a beverage, and therefore you make a shahako. Finally, the Mechaber concludes this long sif aleph over here, and he writes, Likewise, on vinegar, it was mixed with water, so now it's edible, you make a shahakol, mevarech shahakol, and all of these items. Mishnah Buri Sivkat and Chavkimu says, even though the vinegar started off as wine, which is the Bari Priya Agafen, however, since it changed, Vinasah Chomets became vinegar, Ibed Ma'aloso, it lost its very good uh, high level of bracha, and now that it's edible by the addition of water, it doesn't return to a Bari Priya Agafen, but it is a shahakol still.
Now we go to Sif Beis. The Mechaber writes, Alachom et Slavado, on vinegar itself. And over a klum, it doesn't require any bracha, because it's not healthy, and in fact is damaging, deleterious to a person, and the rule is, anything that you eat that's damaging to you requires no bracha at all. Mishnah Burin Sivkon Chavdalit explains, This is talking about very strong vinegar. It's become so sour. It's that it bubbles up, so to say, if you pour it on the ground. However, regular vinegar, it's not so strong, so then you do get hanor when you drink it, you do get hanor from drinking it, and it requires a bracha. Sif Gimel. The Mechaber says, If you have wine that has the reyach, the odor, now of vinegar. The Ramah says, It's now vinegary smelling, however, but it still tastes like wine. So what bracha does this have? So the Mechaber tells us, It has the status of wine. You go by the taste and not by the smell. Mishnah Burr explains the Sif Katan Chavhei. Siv Zeh, the Siv Dalid, both here Siv Gimel and Siv Dalid, Bo Levar, Odos Yayin. They come to tell us the tale of wine, so to say. Shehizchil Iskalka, that began to spoil. Umitivo, Shemizchil Iskalka, Rechov, Yachakach Taimu. And the normal, natural way that wine deteriorates is at first it loses its smell. And only subsequently does it lose its taste. So the Mechaber is telling us in Sif Gimel over here that you make a Bore Priyagof, and if it still has the taste of wine, even if it has the odor of vinegar. And we'll already do Sif Dalit over here. If people don't drink this vinegar because it's so sour already, so then at that point it loses its bracha of And the Ramah says, but it's still edible, it's not dangerous, it's still a mild weekly vinegar taste as opposed to a stronger, damaging vinegary taste, which we just said you make no bracha on. So in this state of going from wine into vinegar, as long as the vinegar is not dangerous, you make a shahako, but you don't make it any longer a bore priyagofen. Mishabur and Sivkat and Chavav explains, It hasn't become totally the taste of vinegar. It's a little bit vinegary. And people normally wouldn't drink this because it's not very good. So here, since you do get some hanah, that concludes today's share.